Hello, Hello. and welcome, welcome to, to the T-Rex. <laughs> my name it gets is more ridiculous every time. <laughs> my name is T-Rex. Who are you? I am Lucky Stuff. Hello, how are you? Good. It's been kind of a lazy day. Had yesterday off. Uh, yeah, got some friends in town, so hanging out with them tonight. Mm-hmm. We have we're taping right now. It's a Saturday, so we uh, have uh, matinee tonight. Mm-hmm, a bunch mm-hmm. of us are going to be there. It is. Yesterday it was like 68 degrees and sunny. It is currently snow raining and every like hour the temperature is dropping one degree for like 24 hours and it's just slowly becoming more and more miserable. In summary, everything <laughs> is garbage and everyone is upset and the internet is yeah. screaming. Like I was in like booty shorts a couple of days ago and now I'm like <laughs> fucking annoyed. I know. Yeah. I did the full on like line situation, like literally Night's yeah. Watch jacket coming in here because I just I can't do it anymore. I What's can't. new with you? I'm moving down Ugh. the street from my old apartment. Truly the worst day of your whole life. I hate I it. fucking hate it. I'm also moving from a two-bedroom a two that I've had by myself for six months into a studio apartment. Mm-hmm. So... It is challenging, and I am trying to cut down the eight boxes of hats and headgear that I have sitting <laughs> in my drag room. Mm. I don't want to get rid of anything. My across-the-hall neighbor started moving today, and, like, whenever I hear people in the hall, it just gives me anxiety. Yeah, I panic, Like, too. whenever I hear yelling outside my door, I'm like, can we not? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like someone's about to open the door at any moment, and I'm just, like, loudly locking and being like, <laughs> shh, <laughs> like, like, go away. Push your dresser yeah. in front don't of the door. Don't come around. Yeah. yeah. Give it up for... <laughs> I'm so used to saying give it up for... <laughs> Uh, welcome. We can give it up. I'll give it, it. it for Gilded Wabbit. Yay! <laughs> we gave it all the way up. Hello, everyone. Louisville by way of Brooklyn? No. Queens. In, queens. Yeah, Queen of Queens. Queen of Queens. Yeah, it's sickening. <laughs> Opera scene diva. T, yes, it Yay. is. What's yeah. new with you? Um, I am running around the country currently. Every yeah. time I get back to play, my manager, Chris, is like, Gilda, why do you travel so much? And I'm like... Because I'm taking the opportunities when they come, sir. Yeah, because um, you're good at the internet and, like, yeah. Yeah, you have a good visibility. Thanks, girl. I, pre- yeah. I just hit 10K followers. Yay! Okay. Now yes. you can swipe up I know. I got yeah. that sweet, sweet, sweet swipe ridiculous up. things. Can't wait to start my OnlyFans at Elmer Stud. <laughs> E-L-M-E-R-S-T-U-D-D. Stud. The two Ds are because I'm always taking two Ds. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. It's going to be a good time. No, I'm kidding. You have only been here for five minutes. I can't. And I'm right talking about OnlyFans. Listen, last night, T and I were talking about bad male gay comedians who only talk about sex, and I was like, that's my brand. Basically you. Oh, and, like, anytime a gay comedian like starts out a, a thing with like, all right, so you guys know what grinder is? And I'm like, I'm turning this off exactly right <laughs> but now. That is like not funny to me. And like we've done that. It's been around for 12 years. We know what grinder is. Hang it up. And yet Gilda is still doing it. And God bless her for it. <laughs> yeah, a lovely gentleman asked me um what my shows were today on Grinder. And so I he's coming to Berlin tonight with his friends. Love that. Yeah. Very excited. We love her promotional I was like, Yes, I am into feet, but also come to my show. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> She is so and, not into feet. I'm not. 100%. I wear open-toed shoes, and she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, you and Dita Ritz. Like, Dita Ritz yeah, loves, Dita loves feet. We, I started calling her Feet of Ritz, yeah. <laughs> whenever Trey, our stage manager, would, like, walk around, she'd be like, I see them feet. Like, 
Yeah. I love that um, shit. What else is new with you? You've been uh, doing your Big Gay Opera show. Yeah, I have a woman show called Good About It's Big Gay Opera Show, um, which I like to say I wrote like a Disney show. So mm. it's like the jokes are for people who don't get opera, but there are also jokes for opera people. Like, you know how Disney's like four kids, but there are yeah. jokes about blowjobs in them. So mm-hmm. you're doing the entirety of what's opera doc is what I'm hearing. I'm like, I'm like very, yeah. It's like <laughs> We're like trying really hard to like loop in the Looney Tunes. Like, I'm a comedian and you're going to like it even if you don't know what it is. But mm-hmm. also like I can sing really fucking yeah. well. Yeah. You're uh, classic. Trained yeah, opera. absolutely. Yeah, um, I went to the University of Kentucky for classical music, which is uh, one of the top twenty programs for classical music wow. according to the Richard Tucker Foundation for American Opera. Um, and now I'm studying with Susan Icorn Young in New York City. Um, and she, yeah, we're 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 like trying to pull the strings, get yeah. shit going yeah. because. Um, Hey, kids, opera is sexy and cool and funny, and sometimes drag queens do it, so. Yeah. I love everything about that. That opera house is huge and beautiful. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's fabulous. It's yeah. fabulous. Um, all right, we are also joined uh, by uh, Bambi Banks Kool-Aid. Hello. I believe this is the first time you've been here since you added the Kool-Aid. Yes, I yeah. think so. She's newly knighted. Actually. Yeah, so what's new with you? Um, you know, nothing too new. I'm working on the uh, drag festival a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, I mean, I guess it hasn't really formally been announced yet, but Not by the time yet. this comes out, it will yeah. be. Um, basically, we're doing uh, the 50 anniversary uh, drag festival. We've never had one in Chicago, so it's, it'll be the first one. But it's to celebrate like 50 years of Pride. Yeah. So exactly. we'll have 50 drag queens on stage. We're like working on getting our headliners. It's gonna be really lit. Yeah, and uh, I've seen a lot of the lineup, and it's like really fucking great. It's like diverse as shit, and there's like every type of performer from everywhere in the city, mm-hmm. old and new and uh, just every genre and it's really fucking lit. So yeah. I think it's going to be a huge fucking deal. Yeah. It'll be yeah, all night that really night well. too. Um, yeah, it's from like 4 to 11. We really try to uh, represent all of Chicago. So hopefully... 4 a.m. to 11 a.m.? No. Wow. <laughs> the Black Party so. could never. <laughs> we go hard. Um, when is that? Um, it'll be the Friday before the parade. So that's the 28th, Eight. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Of June. And also... Uh, we're going to be at Milwaukee Pride this year, too, me and uh, Shay and Kenzie, the Kool-Aids. Um, and I'll also be there with T yeah. on the 9th yeah. of June. Closing so. it out, yeah. Mm-hmm. We just announced that um, th- we're having uh, a, a Chicago show because they, they've been bringing people from all over the Midwest. They have tons of shows that are all uh, Milwaukee girls. And they just want to do, like, uh, there's, like, a 30-minute set. And it's going to be uh, Tenderoni, Denali, Auntie Chan, and Bambi. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. going to be fucking lit. It's, it's going to yeah, be yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah. Milwaukee that Pride much. is that bitch. <laughs> she really is. All right. Shall we <laughs> Shall we jump in? Let's do it. All right. Shall I read the first question? Yeah. Yeah, well, the first question is, Kat from Chicago, who could this be? Cat's our number ass. one super our, fan. Yes, our queen. <laughs> yep, 100%. Hey, you awesome theater kids. Will you all talk a little about your theater training and what of it is useful in drag? That's a really great question. I did 11 years of theater at a local theater and I just studied it in high school. Not studied, but I did it like class at my high school. But then we had a really rad local theater. How long did y'all do theater? I did theater. I started theater in like, what, eighth grade. So that was... 11 years, okay. and um, I studied it at DePaul. I uh, studied acting at DePaul. Um, 
what was that, 2012 to 2016, um, and then went straight into drag after that, after like doing like one play in the city. <laughs> um, and I feel like my theater training was very useful. I did a lot of like uh, physical work, a lot of uh, miser and things like that, connection to audience, stage presence, like oh, all of 100%. that stuff, like yeah. helped me a yeah. lot. Cause it, it, any girl can get up there and like wiggle, but like to like, <laughs> stand there for at least a minute and like, connect with your audience is something that like yeah. takes a minute to learn so yeah was mm-hmm. very I feel like if I didn't have theater training I wouldn't have moved as fast as I did yeah, <laughs> like, I feel yeah. exactly the same way yeah so it teaches you how to just step on and have a presence without really doing anything like knowing how to just make people look at you which yeah. not everyone knows how to do and like develop a character mm-hmm. yeah like project that and uh be someone different every time you're on stage is a big thing it, uh, we talked about this two episodes ago, but it also helps learning at a younger age that, like, maybe if you flop one time, like, if you just, like, fuck it up during a show, yeah. just eat it, and you still got to come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it helps you It helps yeah. you go, Resilience. like, because uh, you, you can't go, well, I, I got to hang up the towel. No, you have to come back tomorrow and, and figure it out, and it helps you figure out how to... Uh, Take rejection well. Take rejection mm-hmm. well. Mentally prepare yourself to go back the next time and and just skip skip to the good parts. You know you you can't focus on that on yeah. the bullshit. Like it really helps you because you got to really like take your fucking you know yeah absolutely lashes sometimes. So, <laughs> um, what yeah. do you think? I mean, yeah, I've been I've been doing theater essentially since I was like a child. There's a video of me in a church play. <laughs> I was this, the the North Star at Jesus' birth. Yes, you were. And I got really annoyed and like put the sign down and started like <laughs> picking my nose. It's fabulous. <laughs> it's fabulous. Um, yeah, and then the opera training and all that stuff. But I I think theater is so important too because of the pool of references we have as performers. Mm-hmm. That's true. I know I know a lot of young drag queens, and this is, I don't, I'm trying to be shady, but I know a lot of young drag queens who are like, ugh, I'm Ariana Grande, look at my ponytail, this is what I do, and that's like all they have. Yeah. But like as a theater performer, you know, you have this huge historical knowledge of plays and of films and of, yeah. of music and all this stuff that goes way, way back, yeah. so you can have a, an edge in that in terms of like building a character that's unique and that turns on an audience. They may not understand the reference, but like, having a reference gives them something specific to latch on to. Yeah. I think that's sickening. You know? Yeah. The number one thing older queens were telling me when I was coming up was know your references. Know right. your references. Yeah. Like I make mood boards for like almost every performance. Like figure it out beforehand. Yeah. You know? Don't just get up there and be like, I'm gonna just do what I do and like be sexy up here because that only lasts for like ten seconds yeah. and then people right. are bored and in their beer again. And then you're not Truly. gonna get brought back. If if yeah. all you do yeah. is the same thing over and over again, yeah. you're not getting brought back. And drag race is a reference, but it should not be the only the reference. Reference. Your, it shouldn't be your entire catalog I'm of references. Tired. Yeah. I'm tired of that. Yeah, I'm trying really hard things. to be like Willem, but like in a Blair St. Clair body. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what I'm going for. It's true though, like go watch all the movies you can. Mm-hmm. Like go, yeah. you know, read the books. You you know, just talk to the older queens. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's true. And the younger ones, like me, you know, it's like. Yes. <laughs> the infants the sitting chickens. across from me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The youths of America. <laughs> um, shall I do the second one? Let's do it. All right. Um, this one. Oh, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Jamie from Fairfax. Where's Fairfax? Like, many uh, places. In- Virginia. 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 Yeah. That's what I think. Um, I'm glad you all knew. Because for a hot (laughs) second, I was like, isn't that in Canada? Because I don't know anything about geography. (laughs) Um, All right. When do you express your queerness to someone like a colleague? If you don't bring it up, is it hiding something? 
Gilda, what do you think? Well, I think this is an interesting question for us because we work in a field where our work is inherently queer. And we like, don't uh, ever have to hide Right, it. I don't come out every day as a drag queen. You no. know what I mean? Um, but I do, I, I guess I do have a little experience working in the opera field because a lot of the people I'm talking to about classical music are like mm-hmm. conservative people who are like, old blue hairs and I have to like show up with <laughs> I have to show up with like without press ons on and with my eyebrows drawn with like a little button up suit mm-hmm. like trying to look my butch mask self mm-hmm. and be like yeah let's talk about how gay opera is and how to get young patrons in yeah. mm-hmm. um, but like I think that one I don't think you have to come out to everyone mm-hmm. you know like like Jamie asks you know is it hiding to not tell someone you absolutely do not have to come out sometimes to everyone sometimes it's for your safety right yeah. yeah you don't owe anyone that that's about yeah. you and your relationship with that person on an individual basis yeah yeah. and, and anyone who Sorry to sideline, but no, anyone who outs someone for the sake of anything to say it's because, you know, like, right. hiding this to your mom, you should. You, it's not anyone your decision. Who, who outs someone else, like, that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what they're dealing with or what their situation is as far as safety or psychologically or what is keeping them from it. So yeah. never fucking out someone, Perez Hilton, you piece of garbage. I Absolutely. <sighs> I know. I, I feel really privileged to, like, work in an art school right now to, like, have a day job that's still a day job and is enough security. But, like, you know, have professors coming in and being like, hey, I saw that thing you put on your Instagram the other day. Like, that's cool because a lot of times, you know, especially in places that are not necessarily as forgiving Mm -hmm. about queer stuff as Chicago is, people are like elementary school teachers. And, you know, I had teachers growing up who were in the closet for like 40 years and then retired and suddenly were wearing harnesses on, you know, beaches in Puerto Vallarta. And I was just like, what's happening now? But they had to for their entire lives because they were, you know, teaching someone's children and People have some fucked up backwards beliefs sometimes. I had a friend who had to shut down their drag Instagram briefly wow. because they're a teacher as well, and their students started finding yeah. out. Well, that happened to Big Dipper too. Like they oh. were like, either you have to start making less sexual material, or you have to stop teaching here. And Dipper was like, "Peace, I'm no, out." Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I mean, maybe I'm telling tales out of school, but <laughs> sorry, Dipper. Um, I feel like when you are like coming out to people that you work with, or like you're starting to like. I feel like the best way to do it is kind of you drop the hints to the specific people mm-hmm. and like because you don't want like sometimes one it's awkward and it just feels like um, like disingenuous to just be like I have a thing that I need to tell you you know mm-hmm. it's like it feels so like, like official yeah like right. it's just too ceremonious sometimes you just kind of say my partner or you say you know you drop the things that help people pick up the clues to the people that you know know how to pick up those yeah. clues you you listen to a lot of years and years right, right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then you you know the people will follow the breadcrumbs that you want to follow the breadcrumbs yeah. and you know all the other ones like they can figure it out or you know, not. All the words to faith by George Michael. Right. <laughs> I don't know. All you have yeah. to do is ask them if they take cinnamon in their coffee. Oh really? God, that's, yeah. a thing. that's a thing. It's like it's like I was there's. <laughs> it's like you know. It's like saying you're a friend of Dorothy. If you say like I like cinnamon right. in your right. coffee, you could go to like yeah. back in like the 20s and 30s. Would you, you like could, a dick in your ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're totally overlooking this yes. rich history of like secret Queer language, right? That, yeah, for years and years, Absolutely. the whole hanky code, like yeah. everything. Bambi, do you like cinnamon in your coffee? Listen, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> You feel safe, or you get a vibe from them, but sometimes that's dangerous. Or they're looking at you with like that specific kind of desperate eye contact, mm-hmm. and they mention something kind of casually queer, and you're like, "Oh, I see you. I see you, kid." Mm-hmm. We know what we're doing. Jeans. We know what we're doing when we're kind of like dropping a hint to someone oh. that you like in so many situations where you're like, "Are you going to pick up on this? Are, yeah. are we going to both be like, oh, girl'?" 
Yeah. You know, like we're both like, you know, because sometimes you wind up at like a wedding or like a, a situation uh-huh. where there's just like a lot of straight people that you're, mm-hmm. that is kind of a fish out of water scenario. Mm-hmm. And girl, you find the other gay person. You yeah. do. Always. Like you just. Out of it's survival. Yeah. You just kind of like, there's just that moment of like, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, this is about like finding other or staying right. into straight people, which. You yeah. Know. yeah I, if you don't bring it up, is it hiding something? Absolutely no, not. Do no. your thing. Do your like, thing. Like, be safe. I don't know. Right. It's if it's, it's not pertinent to, to them, like you don't owe them anything. Right. Yeah, you're not lying. And if anyone were to suggest that you not coming out to them was in some way like keeping some terrible secret from them, uh, I feel like that's cruel. Coming out, to, it is. Yeah. I feel like coming out to someone is not like you know hiding that you're like that you have some crazy. You know, it's different because it's a. a, a self-preservation secret it's not like something that is the hardest part of coming out too it was for me because i knew my mom was gonna be i mean i came out and she just had a gay flag was like let's party i'm going to the like my mom (laughs) was like you're gay i knew it let's party she was waiting for me to say it but the hardest part for me is that i didn't want to say basically for the last 22 years i have been lying to keep the secret and these are the different times that I told you a lie and I need to confess these different lies that I told. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, like this is when I left the house to do this and I told you I was doing this and this is, and those little lies mount up and that is the really heavy part that I felt. Like Mm -hmm. it wasn't about me being gay. Luckily, my mom was so down. It was about, this is how I've kind of backed myself into a corner in different situations and tried to preserve myself. Yeah, because right. you feel like um, you have to. Yeah, and she was so understanding, but it really is the secret, the secret, nope, the secret keeping, I guess, that really like... <laughs> it was the secret sh- brought to us by Oprah. Right. Hey. right. It, that's the part that makes you feel like you're doing something like mischievous. Right. And, yeah, that you get like a shame feeling. So there's yeah. a line in um, a little short play called Andre's Mother, and he says to his his dead lover's mom, our lives aren't furtive, just our feelings towards people like you are. And mm-hmm. that to me like speaks so much of that. It's like, it's not like being gay is a shameful thing or being queer is a shameful thing. It's like the shame is in like not being able to reveal it to everyone. And you yeah. start to feel yeah. icky because you learn to constantly be telling these white lines. Exactly. And that's also not entirely your fault. No. Like, what about all of your friends that yeah. are right. like not, like it's also on straight allies to be like open about, hey, I'm cool with gay people. I'm cool with queerness. Yeah. So that you can then be like, oh, thank God I've been meaning to tell you this. Right. Like, Absolutely. You were just waiting yeah. to make sure it was safe. Like it's not only our responsibility. Silence is not good allyship. Nope. No. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Ooh, that was a good one. You feel better? (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got this one? I do. Joey from Chicago, do you have any, on a lighter note, do you you have any advice on making heels less miserable? Absolutely not. (laughs) It's so hard. Tight them off. Don't wear them two sizes too small for a starter. I like, like wearing a heel. Size. I like wearing a heel with a um, platform because uh-huh. it's like a little softer when you step. Ooh, and also, you're taller. A chunky heel. Yeah. I love a chunky Mm-mm, heel. I can't do it. No. I like a pointed toe. A I like a flat bottom. <laughs> I like a stiletto that's at least four inches. Why? Oh my God, I don't know you how you do that. You must have like <laughs> really skinny toes. <laughs> I, I I have to tape my toes to fit into most of my heels. Really? Yeah. yeah. But it's it's like a what? It's like I've a, never heard of someone toe tucking. Yeah, I tuck my toes absolutely. I tuck my toes harder than I tuck my penis. 
Yeah. I'm honest about this. I never heard of that. Yeah, you, yeah. that's like a dancer thing yeah. that I've learned from dancers. Like yes. When your toes are Tom's fucked up, you tape them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay though. I mean, I just like I need that shoe to like feel cunt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I need to like I need to like feel a little bit precarious. Mm-hmm. I need to like I need to like look <laughs> down and down. see the angle of my leg. Like I, see, I have like a yeah. I'm a I used to feel that way. <laughs> and then I fell a couple times. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna stick to that chunky boot <laughs> and I keep it safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I like, need to save my knees, y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and oh, like, that's tea. <laughs> so, so much of what you do on stage is like super, super physical. So you yeah. need to be, mm-hmm. you know. Now, I'm not a dancer, right. so I'm a, I'm allowed to like <laughs> right. maneuver around in a yeah, really hot, and sexy sing feel. All true, right. True. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I ha- I feel like this is more than T ever wanted to know about my feet. I'm sure, but I feel like I have an evolutionary advantage because I have hardly any pinky toe. Ugh. It's like half the size of Ooh. all of my other. T- I know. I'll show oh, you wow. later. Yeah. It's like half the size of all of my other toes. Oh my god. So I f- I can like wear super super pointy things That's or so like lucky. small box. Oh uh, wow. Toes. My toes have knuckles, mm-hmm. so oh, no. yeah, it's real bad. Oh, I got ugly. this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you grab things with them though? I, I love I that. Thing. It's like Dobby. Yeah. It's like Dobby's toes. It's like oh, I got no. Dobby fingers. We gave Bambi a sock. She's free. <laughs> <laughs> oh yikes! But yeah. Yeah, so, um, but there are some, like, there's heel-numbing spray that you can get, but yes. that seems dangerous to me. Yeah. But you that can, like, put, me. like, orthopedic cushions in them. Like, if you yeah. buy a size, like, a half size up and put, like, an orthopedic cushion in, mm-hmm. that's actually sickening. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or taping your toes really does help if you get, like, athletic tape. Not, like, duct tape where you're going to rip your skin off Ooh. when you're pulling it off, mm-hmm. but, like, that athletic tape is for, like, injuries. Ballerinas do that. Right, all the time. Oh, that's the kind of Also, thing. make sure yeah. you cut your toenails. Using, like, make sure you cut, <sighs> your, cut your toenails. Make sure you cut your toenails, because that's a big one for me. I can't believe you'll rip through your tights if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. That's the motherfucking tea. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's do the next one. Envy uh, from Columbus. How does one deal with others' preconceived notions of yourself based upon race, gender expression, uh, gender expression, size, uh, and how has that affected your drag career, if at all? Bambi, what do you think? I feel like you shouldn't worry about it. Um, you can't really like think for other people like they're gonna think what they think I mean you just have to do you and know that you're not like if you're not those things that's okay like I don't know I feel like a big part of uh like my drag is kind of just like trying to do something that people don't expect from me yeah um you know, sometimes I succeed, sometimes I don't, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but, like, you truly cannot think for other people. You can't not, like, take someone's background and, like, change it, it except by just being yourself. Because once they see you be yourself and notice that, like, hey, you're a black queen who likes anime and that's normal, like, then they'll see that, oh, maybe that is just normal for other people. I don't know. Like, yeah. you represent you, so, like, do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's I, true. I always try to uh, respond to like people's like not liking me with just like the most reasonable way. Like you can't be emotionable, emotionable, emotional <laughs> about people not like you. Like you can't respond uh, in an emotional way. Sometimes you just need to step back and go. Maybe they're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're whatever. You have to think. I know that I'm good. I you know I know that the audience liked me today. Like you just have to take in all things into account and not let someone 
hating on you, saying some dumb bullshit, or going out of their way to try to, you know, kind of... Yeah, you can't you let up. yourself get bitter. No. It's exhausting, yeah. and it's going to make all your work worse. Like, if, yeah. if I, like, sat back and thought about, like, if I was whatever... I think at the time, because it changes, whatever I think, like, the perfect person to do drag or to do my kind of drag is, I won't do my drag. Right. right. Like, yeah. and usually, nine times out of ten, like, the, the person that says some shit to me, whatever it is... Their it, drag is raggedy. It, well, it's because <laughs> they, they can't do... They can't be... They can't allow themselves to be the kind of free that they see or perceive us being yeah. yep. when we're on stage, and that's like so depressing to them that they then feel like they have to lash out. Or it feels like a personal attack right. to them, where they're like, but this is what I thought was the natural boundaries right. of yeah. what I've accepted as drag. Right, I've restricted myself because of the rules of the world, and I yeah. see you out there not restricting yourself, and that makes me angry because I've been like... Behind this whole yeah. thing, I feel like. You right. Know? Right. But then that's all I try to do in those situations is try to free those people in some small way. Like, try to be like, hey, hi, you're cute. You can do this. Stop being mean and start getting off your ass and doing something. Yeah. Right. Also, like, it helps to just be professional in those situations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, those you don't, people will go away. Yeah, don't you don't right have to face. respond. Like, especially if y'all are booked for the same gig. Like, <laughs> Girl, you getting the same paycheck. Calm down. <laughs> like, you know right. what I mean. True <laughs> like, story. Well, yeah. and all you can do in your all you can do in your life ever, no matter who you are or where you are, is control just out to your fingertips. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You can't control how people perceive you. You can't control whether the audience likes you or not. You can't control if a number goes over well or not. You can control who what you're doing in your physical body. Yeah. Putting your best foot forward. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Doing the work and doing it well if you can. Right. True. Okay. So in short story. Fuck them. But Fuck also, em. do you? Yeah. Do you think that, like, other people's, like, uh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking Preconceived for? Notions? Preconceived notions? Preconceived <laughs> notions. Do you think that has, like, affected your path in drag at all? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you, <laughs> sure. what do you think, Bambi? Um, well, I look a lot like my drag mom, so I feel like people <laughs> um, expected a certain product from me uh, coming up in drag, and, like, my thing was to, like, I don't know, maybe like combat that and let y'all know that I that I'm not Shea Coulee. <laughs> but um I feel like in a way that helped me come up faster. So like people expected me to be as professional as Shay was and things like that. And I just happened to be. So <laughs> grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I think I think that especially coming from New York. There was scene. it's a very different scene. Um, but there was a lot of you you were either like a dancing queen who like whipped her hair and had all these mixes with like whip cracks and stuff, <laughs> or you were like a live singing Broadway queen, yeah. and that was like that was that's like the two worlds in New York that really exist. Or you're in Brooklyn and you're like doing like, doing whatever whatever you want. the fuck you want, which <laughs> is not where I started. Armpit hair to the ground, right? I mean, can you imagine though the human hair yes. extensions for the armpits? Yes. Sickening. Um, <laughs> Writing that right. Down yes, do it. But like, but like I I had like a background where. I felt really pushed into doing things. Like, I felt really pushed into, like, wearing, like, an ill-fitting sequin dress and, like, giant hair because I was, like, a quote-unquote Broadway comedy mm-hmm. queen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, like, that's fully mm-hmm. not me. Like, I try to... I, I want to look like a woman because, like, as a human, occasionally my gender feels like that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I don't want to just... I don't want to, like, go out and look like a stereotypical drag queen, even though I'm doing campy shit. Like, I'm allowed to look beautiful and do ugly things on stage. Oh, my God. Oh, I think I that's that. better. Yeah. yeah. Right. 100%. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I felt like I had to learn that at some point where it's, like, you can try to look pretty and 
just because you're a comedy queen. I had to have like Kim be like, Kim Chi be like, let me show you how to do your makeup. Right. And I'm like, no, no, it's whatever. I'm like supposed to be funny. She's like, no, no, you're trying to be ugly. Stop that. Like you have, if you can learn how to be pretty, just learn how to be pretty. Contrast right. is interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. And Madeline Kahn is gorgeous and funny. Madeline like Khan. that's right. like, you know gorgeous. what I mean? So beautiful. Yeah. We have Kate McKinnon right now who's like hot as fuck and is like not afraid to be yeah. crazy ugly. Yeah. She's yeah. like hotter when she's an old woman. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, did Show I reveal your something? Gilda, Gilda has a foot fetish. Lucky's super Call into geriatrics. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. All right. You want to do the next one? I will once I've recovered. Christian <laughs> from Louisville. What is a way to Louisville. get? I know. That is Louisville. It is Louisville. I heard it when it came out. <laughs> what, what is a way to get local clubs and promoters to get more out of area non-Rue girls to come? What? To come perform. More out of area. Oh, to get more Rue, people that aren't Rue girls but aren't from that city to right. come and perform. So like yeah. what I do. Yeah. Like traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you want to talk about that? I would love to. Because okay. I'm actually super passionate about this because yeah. I think that the Rue Girl bubble is, even though it's getting bigger, it's still small. And there are a ton of drag queens. And we and I think I think it's important as a drag performer to travel outside of your area because yeah. you learn from all these scenes. And I think and this is, so we have a system that we can work within and we can also work to change the system, right? So working within the system, you can do your job as a performer or as somebody who enjoys performers mm -hmm. to promote yourself or to mm -hmm. promote your friends. You know what I mean? It's about social media engagement. It's about, it's about creating content that is engaging. It's mm -hmm. also about making sure when people engage with you to engage back so that conversation keeps going. And so Christian, I know Christian personally, um, very personally. <laughs> um, oh. I know I saw, I saw this question on Twitter today. And I was oh. like, Christian. Uh -huh. um, but like, like, especially people like Christian who are like drag fans, if you have a friend who you want to see travel, go to their page, like all their things, yeah. comment on their stuff. Like if you go and you like tag a venue and you're like, hey, so-and-so is amazing, yeah. like you should book them. I would come out if you booked this person. You know what I mean? That is a great and powerful way yeah. to do that. And I, I have friends who like, like my friend Rebecca, who you met last night, she's from Indianapolis. And she has traveled to Louisville and to New York and to Chicago to see me. And that means the world because yeah. that's a butt in a seat at a venue. And that means that that venue sees like, oh, Gilda can bring somebody. Yeah. Right. And that Story. is powerful. You got to show oh, yeah. up for your queen. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I get people like sending me messages asking for like specific queens and that, you know, I can't always do something about it as, I mean, I come at this from both the side of the person who is making the budget, you know, right. saying I You're can't always, producer. I can't always bring in people that I really want to bring in, uh, and fly them in. Cause I think they're amazing because maybe they don't have 10,000 followers. Maybe they have 2000 and that's probably not going to bring that many people to the club. Right. And, and so I can say to them, like, if you want to come here, I will book you and you can work, I can kind of link you up with multiple other places to work, yeah. like Camilla's show at Meeting House or the Sunday right. show. That's what happened at, the first time I was up here. Yeah, yeah, it's like I can help you, but I can't justify budgeting that, you know? Right. And, and sometimes it's hard, and uh, that's usually what it comes down to is like a promoter looks at the in the grand scheme of things, a drag race girl is going to bring in so much more money than you. And it costs money to fly those people in. Yeah. It does. Right. And, you know, sometimes I don't always work for the biggest amount of money when I'm going out of town because I just am happy to do it. And, yeah, same. you know, it is what it is. Um, but I make my money on the stuff that I do. So whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. And it's hard for me to like, especially as a host to like, feel like I'm marketing myself to people outside of the city. Right. Mm -hmm. 
to be like, hey, do you want someone to come in and not do a number? Like, because they're, they're like, what's the, they're like, why would I pay for that? You know? But um, so it's important that I put as much online as I can. Right. Like, Here's me hosting Roscoe's yeah, every Tuesday for two hours and not missing a beat and do it and blah, blah. You know, it's like, yeah. So that's been really helpful. Utilize the internet. Yeah. Um, you can also brand yourself with other people. Like I know uh, mm-hmm. my friend Kylie Harris Fatal in Dallas yeah. is traveling as a duo with one of her drag sisters. We love Kylie. Uh, yeah, she's Coming brilliant. Back in July. Ugh, sickening. Um, but that's so smart. Is like they like combined their internet presence. They were like, we're gonna come together. This is the Chicago the musical principle. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Kill both your husbands and work together. Yeah. Right? Um, but like that's so smart because then you're combining both of your prowess and both your presence and both of your drag and saying like we're a package deal and both of your social media following right and exactly yeah. yeah yeah it's good promote your friends too like if you're yes. drag like always i feel like we said this a little bit at the beginning of this conversation but like promote your friends all the time when you see your friends doing really good work right. share it even if it gets you nothing in return retweet like we all rise story. together right right when you comment on instagram comment with four words or more so the algorithm picks yeah. it up it's <laughs> important don't just put a little heart right sis, i am on. also guilty of this <laughs> Um, so how would you say how to, this person is asking how to get local clubs and promoters, uh, to book more people like us. You have to talk to them and you have to ask for people specifically. And you have to be persistent. Yeah. Persistence is key. Multiple times. Like don't, I always feel like I see all these people posting on drag queens pages being like, come to this place, come to this place. That's not how it works. Don't tell the queens. They want to come and perform for you. Go and tell all the bars, tell the promoters, figure out who those people are. Organize a fan group. Right. Make a fan group for them on Facebook and then have everybody go like, or you got to organize, make a little army. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a revolution. Yeah. It is. A little one, but... Yeah. It could get bigger. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the it, International House of Weapons. <laughs> it is really hard, though. Yeah. It is hard just because it, it really does boil down to money yeah. Yeah. so much, you know. Yeah. Also, if your friends are discouraged because they're not traveling, just, like, pat them on the back and tip them in their number at your local show. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like, like, then not everyone can travel for budgetary reason or yeah. for, like, availability or whatever. So you can be like, hey. It's cool. Your drag is still fucking valid as shit. I'm glad Here's you're a dollar. Here's so the dollar. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> kind of be selfish a little bit too. Right. But also give them money. Um, all right. Is this me? No, I think it's me. Okay. Uh, no, it is you. I lied because I mispronounced Louisville. Wow. Okay. I do it right. Kylie from London. Oh, I appreciate you. London, if you oh, sorry. If you could build <laughs> your perfect drag bar, what would it feature include? Um, this is for you, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, though? What do you think, man? Oh, my God. Ambi, start us off. So the first <laughs> thing I need is, like, a big enough stage for me to slide across. Got a swiffer. We dance on top of boxes here, so I've kicked many of my friends in the face <laughs> mid-cartwheel. Um, so I need at least a big stage. I need crazy lights. Um, I need a dressing room that's as big as the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're building your perfect bar. Yes. What? Okay, well, that's what that she mo- said. Where's that, where's that money come from? Oh my god! I didn't know we had to be practical in this question. Listen, this is this is Bar Tycoon, the new Sims game. No, <laughs> like, like in a perfect world, like it just like falls from the sky. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I have sponsors or something, okay. but a relative um, dies. Or I'll say, what are you like sacrificing? Uh, Shady on. What are you sacrificing at the bar to get that stuff? What am I sacrificing at the bar to get that? Oh, everyone's drinking well. No security staff or no, you know what I mean? I'm coming at you logistically. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's stressful. It's that perfect (laughs) bar. (laughs) The gin has water in it. Right. Yeah, watered down drink. I don't know. Now, okay, that's stressful. I guess we'll have like 
one house queen and now that sucks because <laughs> then it's right. me right. <laughs> like, and you can't enjoy it no. right okay i think it's about also the types of spaces that you could put bars in though too because right. like so many of these bars especially like in new york i feel like everything you know real estate is at such a oh, god here they're all so tiny yeah. there's mm-hmm. no dressing room there's no dressing room here of it's better. yeah you show no, up never change ever. in the bathroom it, and all the like, other queens just show up in, in the look and mm. you're just like oh shit i did it wrong but no i feel oh, like no. there's also <laughs> yeah, we should be imagining more about what kinds of spaces can be drag bars or cabarets mm-hmm. or whatever like Also, that. drag True. doesn't have to be in a bar. No, drag it doesn't. So many venues. Drag yeah. is everywhere. Yes. But that's where it makes money. Because the drink sales. It's true. But I, I also... Sorry, I'm no, not no, shooting down everyone's no, dreams this, and aspirations. You're terrible dementor at the, at the corner. I'm the one being like, but how are we paying these goddamn bills? You're right, but I want to be able to change that paradigm <laughs> because there are queer people who are sober or who need to not, who need to not be around alcohol mm-hmm. and there are queer right. people who are under 21 mm-hmm. who want who to be able to see this like, stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do we bring cool fucking drag yeah. to like... People That's, in nursing homes, or people who are like sixteen, or like, or like, if you really want to, like five year olds. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. my niece is seven, and she loves watching me get into drag, and she like thinks it's like super cool. And like, I like paint little like hearts on her face when I'm doing it. But like, she can't come to my shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I also rich, don't do a show for her. But yeah. uh, we need a rich drag fan to start an endowment that right. puts all of these. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we're in a capitalist country, unfortunately. Yeah, well, but it's fun. That's another. I talked earlier about like fi- working in the system and also working to change That's it. True, like, you did. this is like. A cool, like you have to do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we have to have T Rex to help us make money and sell alcohol and get drunk, rich white gays to give us <laughs> what they have. Do you know what I mean? And then we can also like be like little revolutionaries and be like, okay, where can we go next? How do we do yeah. gorilla drag? Like, yeah. where do we go? Yeah, force ourselves. And also, that. like, like I don't know, pitch it to other places, other places yeah. that can sell stuff. Like. I love performing at galas. That's a cool thing because yep. people already are trying to like fundraise for things. I love performing at places that are like little shops that want to like, you know, bookstores. I have loved doing Dragon bookstores. Yep. Like we just have to think about the types of things that we can do and pitch How it. How many bookstores have you done Dragon? Okay. <laughs> I've sucked dick in a bookstore before. before. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I sucked my husband off in a bookstore before. Oh in, out in the area with the books? It was an antique bookstore oh, and wow. there was one aisle with no camera and we were oh, feeling really frisky. It's the smell of the old books, I'm certain. Oh, it was delicious. Because I felt like, I felt <laughs> like, delicious. I felt like intelligent. Like I felt like I was intelligently <laughs> sucking dick. <laughs> I'm the smartest. Yeah. <laughs> we were in like the Egyptian history section, and I was like, "This is great. Ishtar is watching me. Let's go." Oh, God. God bless all hail right. Ishtar. I know, truly. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, my God. Speaking of, I've also spoken to high schools and middle schools before in drag oh and like record for them. Yeah, like, that's fun. Obviously not like this, but like school that's shows a great. Yeah, school shows are great, and like these little queer kids need to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. It's cool. You can wear a dress and make money, and you also don't have to go to college to do this. So like, no. go mm-hmm. off. You don't get a scholarship, <laughs> sis. Go off. So if you could build your perfect drag bar, what would it include? My perfect drag bar. Okay, so I'm. I really love intimacy in a drag show. I love being able to talk. And that's from coming from New York, I think. Like, I would get to the gig, like, 30 minutes early and talk to every person in that bar so that by the time I got on stage, they knew exactly who I was. And that, that like, what really do, turns me on. Yeah, Because I want them, by the time I go on stage, to already like me. Right, yeah. exactly. So I, I don't want a venue yeah. that's too big. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Which also helps keep costs down. Okay. Um, I want a venue where, like, the perfect show is, like, two to three queens who, like, know each other really well. Two to three performers, I should say. They don't have to be queens. Mm-hmm. But who know each other really well, have good chemistry. All of them can be on mic, like, mm-hmm. because, like, I think that builds intimacy with the crowd. I also want, like, you to be able to see 
all of the crowd Mm -hmm. from your stage that's watching you Mm -hmm. and also see the bartenders. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because that Mm -hmm. sort of like being able to visually communicate with the girl in the back row and with the bartender who like you need shots on stage because you're about to do a game. Like all of that needs to happen. Yes. I can see the If I can just quickly talk to the DJ, which I love at Berlin, he's right behind me and I can just tap on the window and go, (laughs) it's too loud. (laughs) I also, I really want, and this is something that I've not found yet in a drag venue is like a really good sound system. Yeah. As like a live singer, especially mm. someone who sings music that's not like, Berlin's let me speak good. into the... Berlin sound system is good. For you playing so? music, for singing it is not It's good. not great. I do no. not sing <laughs> in Berlin very yeah. often. Oh, I remember... It's really difficult. The first yeah. time I came, Kat messaged me and was like, I know you're a singer, good luck. Yeah. There's not really a monitor. Like right. you can't uh, hear... You can, like it sounds good to other people, but right. you can't hear yourself. Well, that's... When I was at Charlie's, me and Danica sang a, a duet together mm-hmm. and I watched the IG videos and I had like the B mic not the A mic yeah. and so all you can hear is Danica and you can watch me like moving my mouth <laughs> so you're lip syncing to Danica right it? right exactly and I was like Danica I did that on purpose I, 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 <laughs> like, I learned this duet for a reason god damn it yeah. um, but like sound systems are expensive and yeah. drag queens I love you all so much but you treat your microphones like shit oh, yeah, like, if you treat the them better stop dropping them. people can give you better sound systems mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean I'm not gonna spend a bunch of money to replace a mic when everybody keeps no. dropping it every and day. I've broken a mic before I get it but like I also apologize and offered some show pay to pay for it like I was like what can we do like I'm sorry you know what I mean nice I also would love a light tech I feel like that would help mm. a lot of drag shows yeah. we'd be having some stale lights out here the Berlin stale yellow light this is a theater and they keep trying to upgrade it but like it's lighting is so expensive too but it also is. like we're all theater queens like we know the value of good dramatic lighting yeah, yeah. but do it that was what that really shook me when i did nightgowns with sasha was yeah. how we had like a whole tech the whole day so we did sound and we did lights and like yeah. sasha and johnny i like said what i wanted with lights and they were like what about this what about that and then like became like a whole artistic vision mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is sick because now I can literally like sit on stage, act and sing, and like there's yeah. still enough going on for like people who don't get it to like watch. Yeah, Johnny Valor. Right. Thank you, Johnny. Amazing. Yeah, brilliant. I do love like when we do X Y Z at Roscoe's, like, and most of the shows at Roscoe's, like mm-hmm. the the there's a DJ for the bar, and that's the front DJ, and in the back there's a second DJ, but that DJ is sole reason for being there. I mean, Roscoe's does have money. Love that. Yeah. Blessings. So <laughs> sole reason for being there is to uh, DJ the drag show. Mm-hmm. And they're just pressing play and making sure that, you know, the time is right. And then they have someone next to them that is the light person. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Uh, and it's fucking great. Light it slash is, confetti. Yeah. yeah, light slash confetti <laughs> slash uh, sometimes like the little uh, blowing thing right. from the ceiling. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Yeah. At play, we have great lights and decent sound, but we only have one person in the booth. Yeah. yeah. So like when they're trying to press play and hear the drunk drag queen saying, hey, switch my number I like broke a costume mm-hmm. and they're trying to follow you with a spot all at the same time yeah it's like impossible mm. yeah that's at uh, sidetrack they have someone uh, who just sits in the little tree house and uh, videos <laughs> the, the entire oh. time that's great oh. yeah so whenever you see uh, Dixie she, it just follows her around the room yeah. that's <laughs> so she cool yeah. she is a very famous model true story <laughs> allegedly Something. allegedly you know what I want is a shower I want to shower in my. Oh, so you get out after the gig, literally get clean. Oh my god, yeah. Equity shower, we need it. T, I will admit that I rarely shower after the gig. (laughs) I'll like take my mug off, but like go to sleep, and it's like no wonder that my skin on my body hates me (laughs) because like all the sweat built up on the tights. It's terrible. Go to sleep in the tights. I mean, no, I take them off, but like, (laughs) but like your body still has the sweat on it. Yeah. My husband's always like, please don't touch me, and I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Trey, can we pop champagne? Yeah. 
more champagne. Oh, we need more champagne. Oh, I'm going to be loose for the show tonight. That's how we like to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not singing. <laughs> Some boy messaged me and was like, are you singing tonight? I said, no, but I'll sing you Mozart on the street after the show. Oh, That's somebody needs a video. But I'll sing that. into your mic. I know. But, oh, <laughs> where's I mean, the bookstore? He was beautiful. He was, right, where's the bookstore? Oh, oh. That's that's gonna be my new pickup line. <laughs> you want to go to a bookstore? Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you like Braille, darling. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think I think my perfect drag bar has to have that shower. It has to. And that's a great idea. They're redoing downstairs at Berlin right now, which is lovely, and they're adding show. in tons of mirrors, <gasps> like stuff like like things uh. that are really helpful when you're just. Like trying to get ready and run. like they're putting in like LED strips for yes. light. That also, you know what would be really helpful in a drag bar that I've never seen in a drag bar period ever is a rehearsal space. Yes, like they have in like never theaters, like a day. But like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. We have room at play. There's like an extra like office space that like they don't use, and we just like store shit up there. If they would put in some mirrors and some lighting, we could like rehearse there somewhere to numbers. at least right. stretch. Yes. Yeah. The basement is not the place to show. You don't want to put the, you don't <laughs> I don't put my crown. crown. No. no. I don't put Me my neither. tights on that basement. Oh, All right. look at this. Let's hope Trey can open it this time. Oh! Hey! Did you pre-loosen it so you wouldn't be embarrassed? Four plays important. Oh <laughs> You've got to pre-loosen. Um, thank you. Oh, by the way, y'all, if you would like to send us a couple of bucks for champagne, sponsor champagne, we will talk about you on the podcast. Yay! We'll be very grateful. What's that podcast, T? Ven- what, what, that uh, that, podcast. What's the Venmo, T? That, that Venmo is at the T podcast. Uh, we are a free little rinky-dink operation, so any money you send us will go directly to us getting drunk and um, <laughs> uh, me buying Lunchables from the corner store before we start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love that. Yep, true story. All right. All righty. It, it's me? You. Yeah. Gal from Chicago, three parts. Just a gal from Chicago. Just a gal. (laughs) What are the strangest references, performances, pieces of art that influence or shape your drag? Strangest. 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 Very specific. Ambi? I don't even know what that means. Marvin the Martian. I love oh, that. Okay. I think there's definitely some Marvin the Martian. What's like the randomest thing that you like saw and you're like, oh, okay, that would be cool if I did a drag version of this? Um... I guess the uh, poodle from yeah. um, okay from Oliver Company. <laughs> from yeah, yeah. perfect isn't easy. I've <laughs> done that performance like three times, and it's flopped all three times. <laughs> it does. I, I saw it. that one time, and the crowd was super into it, and it was really good. All stars. That was I did. I performed. I'm a good girl by Christina Aguilera. But you were definitely a poodle. Yeah, because people like her better. But (laughs) But that song does flop. I've tried to do it before, and it never goes over well. Even though like that seems like the perfect drag song. Right. It's like literally a drag song. Did you sing it live when you did it? What's happening? No, because I can't find a good karaoke track. If I could find a, and that's a problem as a live singer is like sometimes you want to do something live, but also you can't afford to pay someone three hundred dollars to like transpose a karaoke track for you. Find the old Japanese man playing guitar. Right on Fiverr. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? I literally have a track where it's just an old Japanese guy playing Cry Me a River on guitar. Oh it's really sweet. I love that. Yeah, that's the only good version I've found. I should send you my Cry Me a River track. I don't oh know if you'll God, like it, please. but it's, I feel like a James Bond villain because it starts like, bum, 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 bum. It's like very like aggressive, and that's so I intense. get really angry. It's- <laughs> I love that. I love that. Strangest references. Um, I mean, I think for a lot of people, the fact that I reference a lot of actual opera singers and operatic shows is yeah. really strange. I have zero understanding right. when you start doing that. <laughs> right. I'm just like, sure. I'm super into it. Like, I, I, I like, I like have like photo shoots where I'm like clearly 
doing like Lucia after her wedding night. Mm. But instead of like captioning it that, I'm like, like a virgin because yes. like the audience doesn't get it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like I pull a lot of, especially visual references from like operatic costume design and yep. the characters and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It's sick. Also, it's a bunch of like hot girls who are like, Forced into courtesan work, doing drugs and dying early, like so it's, dramatic. It's very, it's very drag. Yeah, very yeah. drag. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, you. Right. Uh, besides, I feel like I don't know. It's just very alien. I'm trying to. You're a little of, drag like, weirdo though. I'm like a I feel drag like weirdo. Yeah, 100. Yeah, T literally introduces me at every matinee and is like, "This one's a weirdo." Yeah. Just pay attention. I love like, that. I love <laughs> that. Um, because yeah, that's my jam. I don't know. I feel like I I pull from strange places. Not lately. Lately, I've been doing lots of like 90s divas in ball gowns. So I don't know what mm, that's hap- cool. I don't know what's happening. She's a pageant queen now, yeah. y'all. Honestly, I'm, my hair got yeah, bigger. I don't know what Switch the it fuck. Up. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Next, I'll be just like I don't know, bucking and like rolling around on the stage and like. Yeah. Imagine. Like, in a little to. mix number, yes. I've done a little mix before. <laughs> oh. I, did. I did power. I did power oh, all by myself. Was, was, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I was like Hello. in my clown face, like punching <laughs> in front of a bunch of bachelorettes, and they were like, what's happening? <laughs> but they're that. also the ones, though, that come up to me afterwards, and they're like, are you a real girl? And oh. I'm just like, I guess you're not as straight as you thought you were. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the white face thing is, it's what is the weirdest about what mm. I do. I've Where does that come from? Is it just is it just clowning or is it... It's uh, clowning. I've, like, Klaus Nomi was the uh, E.T. when I first Speaking got of started. opera drag people. Right, yeah. like, contralto, incredible. Sick. Yeah. Um, and so I was always, like, copying his, like, little triangle eyes and white face. But I've oh. tried to go to, like, skin tone colors before and people don't like it. They, like, get mad at me. They send me messages and, like, yell at me in the gig. Oh, God. They're like, I don't like this. Go back to being a clown. I'm like, okay. That's wild. Yeah. But you are like one of the most beautiful clowns. Like Thank I think it's you. so effective. Yeah. It's really nice. It's true. Don't lie to me, Kilda. I listen, I am really bad at lying. It's not true. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. It's like what I do, honestly. But you look great. Thanks. Sickening. I'm yeah. taking that with me. Yes. My little person. But take take it into your heart like the Virgin Mary and ponder it. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's a weird reference. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also T, re- I do, so confused. I, don't I do reference the Bible occasionally too. I don't because know that either. I, I like wanted to be a minister. What? Before before I came out, I wanted to be a minister. Like I, I was like raised? I, I was raised as a um, in the Missouri Synod Lutheran Church, which is a conservative oh, wow. branch of Lutherans. Um, so and like when I came out of the closet, I spent two years studying Hebrew and Aramaic and the Old Testament and like the New Testament and like all of the like quote unquote clobber verses, what they call like to tear down gay people. And yeah. I was like, this is why it's okay to be a homosexual. And like I like yeah. like wrote like a whole essay and like sent it to my pastor and like wow. I yeah. That. So you, I like. Are you still religious? Um. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am now a practicing witch. Okay. Yeah. So um, n- I would I I would say I'm definitely religious, but it's not. And I still pull from like Christianity because I think there's a lot of power in the figures of Christianity, and I resonate with that because I studied a lot. But I would not call myself a Christian anymore. Dad, don't up. listen to this podcast. You are completely <laughs> speaking my language. Yeah. Oh! So into it. I love it. <laughs> Should I read the second part of this three-part question? Yes, right. thank you, Gal. Gal, Gal is really getting us talking. Three, three letters in their name, three <laughs> questions for us. Oh, where would you like to... I thought this was a different question. Where would you like to tap into next? Oh, like weird what, things? What's the thing that you haven't gotten to do yet or reference that you want to do really badly? Uh-oh. You've already been a condiment. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's only up from here. Yeah. She's been a condiment. I don't use condoms. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, please, please use prep. Please oh use God, prep. Yeah. Prep Cheers. Um, I, I actually, I'm, I really want to. So um, 
in terms of clowning, there's uh-huh. like a whole history of clowning in the classical music world mm-hmm. and like um, especially in Italian commedia, which is like a type of clowning. And so mm-hmm. I really want to, when I first started drag, I like had this whole idea for an, a separate drag character named Melancholia who was like painted really sad <laughs> but would like sing really happy music but like yes. always look like, oh. Mm-hmm. And like I've never done it and I would love to experiment with that more. Especially as I like, get more into the opera shit, is like taking it to that like weirder, more esoteric place, you know? Yeah. 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 Can we sing I know together? I know I'm biased, but right. please let's do that. I really want, and I already have like my like ketchup red hair. So like doing like white clown face with like a weird Harlequin print would be like on point. Yeah. Yes. You can borrow some of my clothes. I would live. I would live. Bambi, what about you? Listen, um, <laughs> I think I'm just going to start wearing gowns and yeah. uh, doing ballads. Oh, I love I a good ballad. That, What's that 10-minute so. song that you do that's, like, incredible um, and you always just, you always think it's going to end and it keeps going and I going? I Can Explain by Rochelle. Uh, so uh, oh, it's so Rachel good, too. Roche, I don't know her last name. You're doing amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, called I Can Explain, and it's, like, an eight-minute song of just, like, vocal, like, flexing, exercising, mm. all of it. She goes from the bottom to the top and, yeah. like, says maybe four words the whole right. song. <laughs> so it's great. Um, I love doing stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like I already try to, like, do something different all the time. Like, I do cosplay. It's like, <laughs> so we got. I can't wait to watch. I, I love a ballad delivered correct. Do you know what I mean? Right? Where you can just, like, stand on stage and capture an audience's attention. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Bianca Nicole down Louisville does Shade's Is It a Crime. I love and that just song. like and, and she like has like the best work done so her like tits look amazing her ass <laughs> is amazing and she's like fully almost naked just like standing on stage and I'm like I'm gonna give you all my money even though I yes. need it to pay my rent <laughs> yes. yeah. oh my god I love that um, see what are you gonna do I don't know I What's mean I've it? always wanted to you do a lot of weird shit already anyway true story a performance yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Ooh. to do like original music and I think <gasps> oh all the time and we still don't have a song for this podcast like if there's like right that's Trey's fault if (laughs) there's like uh, if there's like a song in the club and I can like make it about these nuts or like shitting your (laughs) pants or stuff like that like I'll literally like just go around the club like whisper in your ear when the song comes on do you know Leah Halston make you laugh yeah because she does that all the time backstage I would love to see you all collaborate (laughs) that is my shit I love Leah Halston yeah from Louisville yeah T-Rex the next Weird Al I would live. It's so funny. Like, you know who is, like, so... Willem is, like, so much of what I find the interest in. And there's things that literally she has done where I'm like, I was thinking about doing that. Like, like I was like, oh, my first album's going to be called Now That's What I Call D's Nuts. And I'm just going to do D's Nuts covers of songs. And then within a month, she released Now That's What I Call Drag Music. music. And, like, all of her, like, shardistry and motion and, like, (laughs) like, shart jokes, like, those are literally the same points like that I hit when I'm like making like jokes get on it or she's gonna do it before you again I mean I I love her she can do it yeah she's She's amazing yeah no yeah true my first time I met Willem can I write for you oh (laughs) do it my first time I met Willem I was not a drag queen yet and she grabbed my arm and she said oh they do have a gym in Kentucky (laughs) and I was like (laughs) (laughs) I knew hot. you were going to sing opera at some point. Oh, here podcast. we go. I was yeah. just waiting for well, it to it was happen. fucking great. And yeah. Her, yeah, we just worked together at the viewing party, and we've worked together probably like five or six times. Mm-hmm. Mm. We love, we stand a good work ethic. Yeah, yeah one of my also, favorite Also, she is not willing to just step in shit at the viewing party, and she will cop to everything she is saying. Yeah. She will air out your dirty laundry if you're an asshole, 
She'll like only if you're an asshole. Yeah. And then she'll just be like, I said what I said. It is what it is. Yeah. Maybe I love I'm first. That. <laughs> I love that about a person. <laughs> I love that. She's not afraid of anybody. Yeah. She's like single handedly taking on like RuPaul and <laughs> fucking world. That's one. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the third part of the question is: oh, Is yeah. there anything we're afraid to do or nervous to do in drag? Yeah. No. <laughs> Absolutely. What are you afraid? Yeah. Of? I, I I have I'm always afraid to and it's about the ballads thing. I'm always afraid to stand still. Yeah, well that's so you know hard. I, mean? yeah. I get picky but, too. But like I think I think it's so powerful. Like when I see a queen just stand still and deliver, it can be so powerful. But like I'm always afraid that I'm not doing enough for the audience. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a, a journey that I've been going on. Is like you can't control how the audience feels. You can only control what you do. Yeah. But I always I'm like trying to process. Is the audience reacting the way I want them yeah. to? Am I doing the right thing? And you know what I mean? Yeah. I, ha- I did a show on 420 where I couldn't connect to the audience. I wonder why. Right, right. <laughs> um, our 420 show, they were going up, but it was such a subdued audience. Right. Everyone that I talked to, because I was trying to like relate to people, I was like, did you feel like your audience came in so high and you could not connect to them? Yeah. It's 420. Everyone is high, and it's like a joke, LOL, everyone's yeah. high. No, everyone was high. Right. Yeah. It was so stressful. I did. It was so stressful. I just did a bunch like, of body rolls and threw confetti. I did at a gig sensory that day. That was songs. All. I did like so loving smart. you. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. You're yeah. like, they're my people. But I agree with you on that whole like standing still thing. There's like that, like if, especially if you're like planning to like do a number standing still because I feel like you do have to like plan that type of stuff these days or you right. will just go up there. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's that that moment where like it's like, okay, I'm going to stand here and the audience is like, all right, so what happens next? Nothing's happening. Right. Nothing's happening. Nothing. And you just have to like be self-committed in standing there and like standing your ground to the point where they have to accept that right. nothing's That's happening. That's the gag. That you're not and doing once anything. you get over that that like hump, then it's better. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's then just you like, do one thing and they go crazy. Yeah. It's but like a moment of uncomfort. I watched um, Sarah Andrews once mm. God, on Angel. stage and uh. she did The Way You Make Me Feel and all she did was take off her sunglasses yep. and I swear the crowd like literally screamed beauty bars yeah. like roof off and like yeah. threw money at her. I was like, she just took off her glasses, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, people are so used to like a lip sync for your life now. And yeah. so if you're not somersaulting and splitting <laughs> not, and doing not, a cartwheel, right, like good music. Yeah. Listen to the lyrics, watch me deliver them. Like yeah. I can lip sync my face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also the trick to that is I feel like you have to really get them when you walk out. So like the girls that are doing those have to be wearing like a the, look. the gown with <gasps> the hair. Like it needs to be, yeah. like you come a out cat's and, ass moment. and you yeah. need to yeah. hear like that like oh wow because you know when you hit the berlin stage like and someone's like in a look you hear like oh yeah 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 yeah. so so then you already got them like they they see you they're here they're waiting and you're just in that you're slowly giving it to them like that's what you know you got to come out and just like snatch them with that look real quick i feel like if uh like my like super saiyan like (laughs) drag mode like (laughs) i would be like lila star like level drag oh my god I, you know Lila Star. I don't. I, How do we explain Lila Star? We're pulling up the Instagram. Lila Star enters the stage a whole minute after the song has started. Yes. Oh, so she's the size of a symbol. She, she yeah. literally she's is like Thumbelina. Me. Yeah. Right. She's oh. like so short. She comes out oh, in... Huge the, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> literally comes out in nothing but like pasties and like a little underwear and uh. slowly like walks around the stage and just collects money. Yeah. And just like says the words as slow as possible. Mm. I love it so much. It's my favorite. Every time I, every time... <laughs> Every time I dream about transitioning, there's a dream about that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When like you come out and you're like, my tits are a part of my yeah, body. Yeah, well, like you invest so much. In right. It, like, of course you're gonna get that money back. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like, the opposite. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> Can I have them? Yeah. <laughs> I will 100 percent give them to you. Oh, God. But look at her. Look how gold her. We're looking at pictures of Lila. 
Yeah. Oh, like, she's gorgeous. It's like when you have a body that you put so much effort into, uh, whether it be surgery or just going to the gym so much. I mean, I, I feel like it's the like, same with Toto. Uh, it's like so when you look yeah. at someone, yeah. and I'm like crazy. Yeah. They curate and, their body. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I'm just, Honestly. Yeah. I wish I had the discipline, You're, honestly, I to curate my body correctly. Having, because yeah. Like, doing your body is like your best investment, honestly, yeah. because like if it's not that, then you have to pay attention to like details. Like, <laughs> oh, I want I want to get my ass done yesterday. Like I want yeah. that PBL with a little bit of an implant because like a bitch doesn't want to wear tights. Like I feel like a naked lad looks expensive. Yes. Yeah, true. A Curia Davenport. Ooh. Right. Her yeah. body. Crazy. Like, that, well, we're talking about this out of uh, timeline, but the, <laughs> her look yesterday or two days ago that she did on Drag Race, <sighs> like literally I, I asked her at the viewing party, I was like, are you wearing a corset? Is there any padding? She was wearing a little duct tape around her waist. Right, just to smooth that little. And there's like, uh, uh, there's a difference of like probably like 20 inches from her waist to her, yeah. you know, it's so beautiful. Eyes, and it's just like what it's the work she's had done and mm -hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. You show that off when you have it and people go up for that. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, when I get laser hair removal, it's over for you. Bitch. Hey. Let's get a Groupon and go together. <laughs> they do it at Infuse. They for do. Like, Shout out to Infuse Med Spa. Yeah. Like what kind of, would you just get? What? Oh, I mean, I'm going to start with my face, but then I want to get like my back done. I get my chest done, get my legs done. Legs, yeah. I'm going to be a fucking baby seal. Y'all going to be real bad about <laughs> it. Right. Just loop me up and run me through everything. Literally. Sinking <laughs> That's T. All right. It's you. Okay. All right. This is our final one. Uh, let's do a little cheers for we yeah. close. Cheers. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for having us. Mm. I'm looking out the window and there's snow gathering on the window. It's garbage. There's like two inches of snow since we Wait, it, it, it could be garbage or we could think of it as like romantic. Yeah. We're all yeah. together. There's a fire in April. not lit. Like, yeah. So romantic. Until you go outside and your like, shoes are filled with like, <laughs> sludge. And yeah. Cool. I'm, always, yeah. I'm from New York, so like, it's fine. I'm always nervous to dry in, drive in snow now because the last time I did, uh, I wrecked Chloe's car. That's tea. So. Oh I, had, I had a dream about a car wreck last night. Yeah. Okay. No, well. not. Right. <laughs> I know. Thank no you dreaming. so much for that. <laughs> I haven't driven anything today. I'm like, no, I'm not a good driver. So <laughs> I, had a, I had Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to go into it. It was a lot. I woke up very stressed. <laughs> All right. This is from Tara from Pensacola. Um, it's kind of long, so hold on, okay? Thank you, Tara. Um, all right. I've been doing amateur shows in my town for almost a year. I've done fairly well with winning a couple nights, but I still can't manage to break out and get gigs often. <gasps> I've asked the judges of those amateur nights if I'm doing anything wrong, but they said that I'm doing well. Yet, I feel like I'm not going anywhere. What is your advice for putting your best foot forward in a small gay club scene as a new queen? First of all, a year is not that long. No. That's no. not it at all. It's not that long. No. If people are exploding within a year, it's because they've already been performing in some other way, mm. like at a yeah. high, high level, no. and all they did was figure out the aesthetics. Right? And also, it like obviously, it's like relative to what you find to be success, but you might be being successful within your year and it's just not up to your liking at that point. Right. I know like uh, at my year mark, uh, I wanted to be doing, I wanted to be doing drag more, but like mm -hmm. obviously there's not, like you have to like make space for yourself and like be proven reliable before you can like do stuff. And a year does not make you reliable yet. Like yeah. you have like, Make sure like you're professional enough so that people know to call you to fill in because once you know that you that you're a fill in like they know that they can trust you. Yeah. Make sure you're putting yourself out there more. Make sure you're building opportunities for yourself. Yeah. Make sure you're showing up to those shows and shaking hands, not just with the judges of the amateur competitions, but 
other uh, people who book shows. Make sure you're not. If you have one bar, then you know. Yeah. But also rent a car and go places. Yeah. Make friends, make friends with the girls who are losing to you. Yeah. That too. Because and make your own stuff. Right. I have lost every drag competition I've ever done. Same. Yes. Same. And I continue to work. And I. <laughs> right. Right. Crazy. And when I was in New York, I was producing my own shows. Like I was going to bars and saying, "You don't have a show on this night. Please hire me." Yeah. That so, is what I did. Right. And that is what that is how you become. Uh, like in charge, I love to be in charge of myself. You have to go to the bars because a lot of them don't care if you've won a local competition mm-hmm. or whatnot. You go to them and say, "Here's a night where you don't have any programming, and I've come up with uh, this small little possible business plan. Right. Here's how we can yeah. maybe make money. Here's people that will work with me for little to no money, uh, and and here's my idea. Right. What can you do with yeah. me? And they will so many times be like, "Okay, we don't have right. programming that night. What's right. it going to cost to get one, two bartenders and turn the lights on? Probably not." very much yeah and there are so many straight bars gay bars so many bars you could probably go to uh into boys town right now and uh ask probably you could probably at least 10 shows could happen right, right. Now. Mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. berlin you could probably add in about eight shows um scarlet you could go to them uh hydrate uh, most of it is the intimidating part which is going to a new place and, and 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 it does feel weird to go hi uh i want you to hire me and right. here's my business plan yeah. but but come correct like come right, with your right. backup yeah. and yeah. when you have a pitch come in with a pitch that has an idea for the show a, a, a tentative layout for the timing of the show have a tentative budget have a poster idea yeah. like come and say even a mock-up right so yeah. come and say i have done the work yeah. yeah all you have to do is give me the money and say okay yeah. because bars don't want to do that shit for and you sometimes yeah. they, you don't even have to get, ask them to give you the money all you have to do is get them to give you the space right yeah. and then like, and then float charge it for a cover a or yeah, yeah charge yeah. a cover float it for a minute ha- find some friends who will help you like get it started yeah. like t you've done wonders with monday nights mm-hmm. Got us started on a Sunday. There was nothing going on on money. Sundays. There was nothing going on on Monday. And know that you might lose money for a little while. Right. Yeah. And be smart, but you might. Like, Kat and I floated Goddess for a really long time before right. it started making money. I floated Twist for yeah. a while, but Absolutely. the other shows paid for it. My first yeah. show was a, for a monthly variety show that we had no budget for, and yeah. we would just collect tips and split them between performers. And I would yeah. tell performers, like, we're not going like, to make a lot of money, but we're going to perform. But yeah. what happens is you get the... You get the cosign of good performers who are like, sure, I'll do that once and then I'll come back because mm-hmm. they know that the tips are good. And then more people start coming because you have good performers mm-hmm. and build your reputation. Snowballs. But also when you're get the marketing out. When you are going to the bar, don't say like, Hi, I have an idea for you. I come at midnight on Saturday every single week. It's like, no. <laughs> Pick like say First off, like, just know that your first time is going to be an audition for them. You say, so yep. this can be a one-off. If you'd like to bring it back, we can. But I have an idea for a show. Let's see if we can make it work. So, when are your empty nights? Ask them. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, you, I want to bring content for you. I want to help you make money. Where do you need the help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And don't and just assume that you're going to get a main spot on a, on a, a busy night. Right. No. And if you're, you fail... Yeah. Keep doing it. Yeah. If you fail at one bar, if they shut you down a few times, go to a different venue. I've flopped yeah. so many. I'm, so I've, many. Times. I've had equal successes as I've had uh, failures in mm-hmm. like trying to start nights, and sometimes it's 
like not it's really hard sometimes you're just like learning and you're like okay well i'm not gonna do that again or mm-hmm. you kind of overestimate what you think your power is what you can bring in and sometimes like i feel like plot twist has been something that i was like it was the last time that i was like let's let me start a new show and it just ended up being like a cool thing that people really like yeah. and sometimes you just throw a spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks and sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't and when when you do have a failure uh you don't need to like uh, advertise it. Yeah, like yeah you don't can, treat no, it as a failure. Slowly yeah. walk away from it and go, how can I take what I've learned, maybe start a new night? Like we had, uh, Train Because Most Wanted was my show at Scarlet. I quit Scarlet. I, that show was two years. It was super successful. It was like my my big first like thing that I was really proud of. Yeah. Uh, I quit there and then I tried to restart it at Berlin. Flopped. Flopped hard. Lost so much money. Didn't know why. So took a breather. Came back. Rebranded it as Plot Twist. Changed the performances to be on the floor. Mm-hmm. Changed it to put, like, in the middle we have, like, a competition. And now it's great. Yeah. You just have to, you know, be fully prepared to flop. Right. And, and you make your own. I'm sorry. No, no please, no, no, no You just go. make your own opportunities for yourself to perform as right. well or to do whatever you do. And yeah. make sure when you make performances for yourself, bring in other people in the community because yeah. as yeah. much as you want to perform, everyone around you wants to perform too. It's not all about you, but you can help yourself. Absolutely. Uh, also Absolutely. try to make your idea very, um, uh, I don't know, like original yeah, than what is different. going on. Clear, unique. Your, yeah, like if you see and you're seeing that someone's already doing an amateur competition, maybe don't do an amateur competition. Which means pay attention to what's happening in the rest yeah. of the scene. Like, and don't be afraid to ask. Shows. If you have friends who go to every drag show that you're ever at, be like, hey, what would you like to see? Yeah. yeah. Like, t- take a yeah. poll. I legit, legit, the second show that I started in New York, I polled all of the audience for my first show for like a whole month. Like, every show I would ask oh them after the show. That's awesome. Like, yeah, what would you like to see? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they responded. They and will so I tell made you. a show and it turned it out. They're you know what I mean? Itching to give you their opinion. Right. On this yeah. podcast, we have, when you submit your questions, we have a question that's like, who right. would you like to see on the podcast? Yeah. We don't always have those people, but we're interested to know. Like, yeah. You right. gotta make that yeah. a, a big part of like when you're just starting and you're getting someone to hire you, you have to realize that you are still a liability. Right. So the more that they work with you, the less of a liability you are. So like that person is kind of taking a chance on you. But if you're going to a bar and saying, basically, I'm gonna provide the door bank or I, I'm gonna accept a little bit of the liability or whatever, that is helpful to them. Mm-hmm. You are someone that is taking more of the weight off of their shoulders. Right. So don't always go in opportunities yeah. because I, so many people move here and I want to be like okay but you're also just like another uh, kid like trying to suck on a tit like no not to be a bitch but it's like the giant teeth of Chicago there's small there's not that many tits you know what I mean and I want (laughs) to be like I need you to create another pig for me like that is helpful to all of us maybe you can hire me maybe I can if people say hey I'm coming in town I need a place to perform and I say I'm sorry I'm, I'm booked this week but Here's another tit over here. You know, it's like, <laughs> the more tits, the better. Oh True. Same. You know? Yeah, and, 100%. And agree. also, yeah, just to like, make more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Just like speaking up sometimes kind of helps that too, because I know a lot of the time uh, people feel like they're not being uh, seen as performers. So they'll like post something on Facebook, like, hey, I'm taking gigs, things like that. I know uh, my roommate, Chloe Park, really wanted to be a host. And so uh, we found a show that wasn't on the market yet, which was uh, Sister Sister, mm-hmm. um, which is a team competition show where sisters perform together, sisters, brothers, whatever in between. Right. Um, and it gave Chloe a chance to uh, practice hosting while also giving the scene something that they haven't 
mm-hmm. necessarily had before. So it was just kind of like a win-win for everybody. And I think that if, uh, I don't know, say like Chloe didn't like speak up about that, then I wouldn't have thought to like connect her to Scarlett that way. And now right. she's like one of their main hosts. So yeah. And also, do it as positively as you can. Yeah. Right. Don't be bitter. When you post no, this no, no. stuff on like interest like I see the girls like interesting to see that I wasn't hired for this and this. It's that like that doesn't make me want to hire it you. It doesn't make yeah. me want to engage with you as a person at all. Just be there and be around. Cause so many times like I've thought like, oh I wish I had someone to do this or something. And then you say it out loud and people just go, people hey, you know that I do that, yeah. right? <laughs> and and it's just the more vocal you can be and uh, in a positive way. How can I hire this person to do this thing? How can I be hired for yeah. this? Put yourself out there. That's yeah. how I got nightgowns. I tweeted, I've been dreaming about singing this aria on a stage for this many people with this kind of lighting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And people were like, that would be nightgowns. That <laughs> should be a nightgown. So they would tag Sasha. I just tweeted it yeah. randomly. I was like doing like an opera salon in Philly. Yeah. And I had such a good time that I tweeted like, I want to sing this aria for more people. Let's do it. Yeah. And people were like, Sasha, 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 look at this. And Sasha was like, Gilda, yeah. let's go. And now, mind you, I have also gone back to Sasha and Johnny and been like, would love to do it again. And it hasn't happened. Sure. Because sometimes you just don't. Right. But like yeah. the first time it happened was because I just put it fucking out yeah, there. You, have you to made put a it joke about there. the secret earlier, but literally you're talking about that Ryan, you, right. right now. You gotta like I mean, speak it into existence. I don't I don't I don't wanna be like too witchy, <laughs> but like we do we do a lot of work to like, you know, like there's I I put in a lot of work to accomplish what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. And that means saying clearly saying what, what you want is. to happen, reaching out to people, you know what I mean? Like that's what makes you a boss bitch. Like that's what makes you in charge of your own destiny. Right. Yeah. Is that you don't just go, how can I find people to like uh, make things happen for me? It's like, no, you go, no, you how how can I do it yourself? Steer yeah. the wheel of this ship myself. Yeah. Right. You can control yourself. Yeah. You you like Self-discipline is so important in this field. Do yes. you know what I mean? Yes. You otherwise. cannot you cannot wait for someone to just hand you something. No. Because it does not happen for Or you're going to end up like a sad queen with like two <laughs> wigs and three numbers being like, I don't know why they didn't book me at my yeah. local bar. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Haters, yeah. haters, haters, haters. Right, haters. exactly. Yeah. And like, no, bitch, get a new wig and get a new number and don't wear that fucking like chunky yeah. boot with a strap on the front that you always wear. It's Damn. busted. Drag my shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my boot. <laughs> <laughs> I got new boots. Okay. <laughs> um, I was just thinking specifically. About also, also, there's a part in this question, and it says like I've asked the judges of those amateur nights oh, if yeah. I'm doing anything I wrong. I saw you be triggered. But they said I'm not doing well. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm. They not said going I'm, I am doing well. Anywhere, that you are doing well. Sorry, she's doing great. Um, oh, that's tea. Well, I will say that like they probably are just that's lip service. Like they're probably they don't want to tell you the truth because so many times people have come to me and said, "What should I change?" or "What should I?" and I don't always know how to say that to people in a way that like first of all I don't know if they're gonna be if they're going to be like because I have said that to people who have been like you're fucking hater like right. literally they oh said don't ask that someone question said if you to don't want to know what would you change and what they wanted to hear from me is how great do you think I am yeah. please pat me on right. the back and I said oh well you need to stop doing that 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 and they said like oh she's a fucking hater and then posted a status about me and I was like okay well I'm not giving my fucking opinion yeah. but you uh, also don't want to ask anyone that question you want to ask trusted yeah. people exactly who you know have your back yeah. that question because those people are if they're judges they're probably just gonna say something nice to you like you're not gonna get an honest opinion because yeah. think about someone coming to you going like what should i change about myself and you just go good job yeah. girl you're great love you it's like it's also a way to ask the question yeah. like you ask 
like, what else should I do? It's hard for people to like mm-hmm. be right. to just pull that out of thin air. But if you were like, yeah. hey, how was my presence? Like, yeah. be specific. How right. was my presence? Yeah. How, did my wig look okay? Like, people can answer specific questions in a way that's not going to like destroy your entire soul and being. Right. Also, like, just brush your wig a little bit more. Okay, <laughs> I can manage that. You know what I mean? Like, right. your mix sounded muffled. Get yeah. a better high quality track. Don't download it from YouTube. Yeah. Right. right. Like, things and like that. And be open to it. The, a great example of being open to criticism <laughs> is fucking Nina West on Drag Race right That's now. That's true. Yeah. Because every week she's gotten critiqued. She has said, you know what? I'm on the national television show and I've been doing drag for fucking forever and I'm the biggest fucking deal in Columbus, yeah. Ohio that has ever existed. And she's still humble as shit and being like, yep, I'm going to change what I do. She wants My to get better. My pads are different. Well, yeah. Yes. You asked to be judged on the show. Right. And I hate when girls come out and go like, no, you're not going to tell me. It's like, well, you put okay, yourself in a situation yeah. where you're asking for it. Like, mm-hmm. that's Literally. the whole name of the game. Right. Like, yeah, and you don't, you don't have to take you don't have to internalize every critique you get. No. They also yeah I, also right. judges are picked sometimes because they have other like specialties than the judges on the panel. So of course they might all tell you something different, or yeah. if you might just be doing well and just need to chill. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. And that's key. I, I, when I lost New York's next top drag queen um, <laughs> in New York City. Amazing. Sorry, not New York. Lots of competitions. When I lost, <laughs> so you think you can drag <laughs> in New York City? The third competition I lost. Um, the host, Paige Turner, I went up to her and I said, hey, girl, like, what's the tea? Like, I know I'm doing well. I'm getting good critiques from the judges. Why am I not winning? And she was like, Gilda, some people are competition winners and some people will go on to have careers anyway. Clayton. Yeah. And that was, that was the Hagen. best advice. <laughs> right. He's right. running for office. That's right. true, though. You don't have, you, you know what I mean? You don't have to have. Just because you're not winning this allotted prize and, and doing these you know, these things, right? Like, some people, like, Bambi's really good at uh, putting a package together and winning a competition. Some I people have come aren't. I second on every competition <laughs> I have ever worked on. Yeah. That's okay. I'm doing okay. But, but yeah. Don't but put all your eggs in the basket of the competitions, yeah. though, because yeah. you have to also pay attention to the social dynamics locally and how you're contributing otherwise. Like, right. take that little win and, and let it propel you, but don't uh, think that you have to win every right. single Competitions one. are also not for winning. Like, no. let's they're for get put, that. They're yeah. For it's shaking like hands. It's people. great to win them. Get right. That money competitions get- are for putting on a show and com- and like your job is to just like present your best self. It's right. free advertising um, for yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. I so, want to do a pageant in the next year and it's not because I want to be a pageant queen or I want to win a crown. It's yeah. because no, I want to like because you want to meet push- those people yeah. Yeah. and get into that other side of the scene that I'm not a part of. Yeah. Yet. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is money spent and time and energy, but if it's for your career and you really want to go balls to the wall, like just just think about it like that. Dive like, in. Yeah. Dive yeah. the fuck in. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, get get laser hair removal like me and Bambi. <laughs> Bitch. Oil yourself up and dive in like a fucking dolphin. Slide across the stage. <laughs> like, let's go. Uh, well, on that note. six units of uh, lip injections. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the bruise to heal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a million units of Botox and, uh, yeah. Yep. I need that Botox, girl. Some dermal fillers would do me some really good yeah. job. Same. I got oh. my 11s coming in. Oh, look, got, look, this mm-hmm. is me raising my brows. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're doing great. 
Ooh, I got a picture back. That <laughs> What's that Brian Jordan Alvarez character, Caroline? She's like 53. Have you seen this? I'm going to send it to you. She's, it's Brian Jordan Alvarez is amazing. Did Caleb Gallo on YouTube. Did yeah. Has mm. this whole series of like little mini episodes. And he's like, I'm Carolyn. I'm 34. I'm definitely not 53. And he's like, this is me reacting to the news that my son is graduating from college. And then like, no. no. <laughs> and then just, just kidding. I'm too young to have a son in college. I'm 30. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't wait until my acting abilities are ruined by the Trinity cave or by the Trinity Tuck the Taylor yeah. uh, pastor I'm going to have. Like, you know what I mean? Just like can't emote at all anymore. <laughs> I like love fully it. just like. Just oh dead God. face singing arias. That's, that's going to be your destiny. <laughs> that's all we want. I would live. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Uh, tell us where we can find you. Bambi, we'll start out with you. Oh, my gosh. You can... F- Wait, this is... Uh, you can find me... <laughs> she got to think about it. Yeah, I was like, you can find me at Scarlet every second and fourth Thursday for OMG. And you can also find me at Fabitat at Beauty. You can also find me on the internet, uh, <laughs> on Twitter at It's Bambi Banks, and on Instagram at Bambi.Banks. Gilda. Um, You can find me at GildaWabbit.com. You can find me at GildaWabbit on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Venmo, um, (laughs) which is great. Um, Also, please keep on the lookout. I'm taking the Big A Opera Show on the road. Um, I think this is going to be posted literally the same day that I'm doing it in Nashville, but I'm doing it in Louisville and in Nashville on May 9th and 10th. Um, I'm taking it to, I'm, I just got a message about Cincinnati. So Cincinnati might be happening at the cabaret in early June. I'll let you know more about that. Follow me. Um, we're also going to be at parliament house in Orlando in August. Those dates are forthcoming. Um, I'm hoping to bring it to Chicago. That would be sickening. Um, that would be a good time. So like, please keep an eye out. Um, I really believe in the show and I think you'll have a good, fucking time, bitch. Also, <laughs> find me at Play Louisville whenever I'm not traveling. Yeah. I'm right there with J.J. Lee and Leon Halston and Reed Delanova and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Good time. Uh, I am T-Rex in Chicago on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Uh, you can find me every Thursday at Roscoe's hosting the viewing parties. You can watch those on YouTube. Sick. Um, uh, Also, uh, I'm uh, every Saturday at Drag Matinee. You can find me on May 11th with special guest Lady Bunny. Mm. Um, Also, on the 12th, uh, a Sunday, it is uh, 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 Mother's Day. Yeah, it is. Your mom's coming. My mom's coming. <laughs> oh my God, my Mother's mom, Day is happening soon. My mom sues. Yes, it'll be on the 12th. Uh, also, um, for Pride, um, I can announce <laughs> we're going to have uh, a, a lot going on, but we do have a uh, special guest. Uh, Wednesday Westwood is going to be there. Yes. Yes. I love Wednesday yeah. Westwood so we should, much. We have some more She's coming, amazing. and I'm kind of like doing contracts and stuff, so I'll announce that as it comes. But uh, yeah. That's amazing. Let's party. Uh, I am lucky.stiff on Instagram. I'm luckystiff2. That's the number two on Twitter. Um, don't find me on Facebook. I don't, I'm not there very much. Um, and <laughs> I am at Berlin every third Friday with the innominable, indimitable, indubitable cat sass. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying words at this point. <laughs> 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 Cat takes up a lot of space with her costumes, so yes. that's true. Luckily, yeah. I'm very small. Yeah, it's a it's a great look with that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, also, Bambi, I can't believe you didn't mention what? we're both we're both in the running for Queen of Chicago. Oh yeah. We're yes. at work.com. That's W E R R R three R K dot com. Chiffon Dior. We stand Chiffon. So you can. I don't know if it'll be done by the time this happens. She didn't tell us when it's ending. Yeah, I don't know. You can vote for us every single day. Please vote for me. Yeah, you can vote every day. You can vote. Yeah. 
Every oh, day. I'm going back to vote for all of you. <laughs> I know it's like crazy Sophie's choice. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Like, we're all Honestly. incredible on that list, and I'm it's really t- pleased. That's Chicago drag, though. I'm I like know. gagged every time I come up. All of you have beautiful skin, and you're all amazing drag performers. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's because everybody posts like skincare routines on Instagram, and we all feel bad about right. it. So then we're like, fuck, I gotta do something. Cat always was like hydrated and beautiful. Well, that's because Cat is the skincare queen. Like, I I'm not gonna lie, I definitely have a regimen that Cat has built for me. Also, she gave me face mask for my birthday. Yeah. Any, anything that she gives me for my face, she gave me a, a facial steamer last year, Cat oh, did, and yeah. it's fucking incredible. It is lit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also, I have to say, I haven't said this on the podcast yet, I literally just had my appointment um, for hormone replacement therapy <gasps> this yeah. week. Yeah. Which is super Let cool. Me but it up. means, the cool thing that it means is that my voice is going to change on this podcast. Oh. So, like, you'll, this will be literally be a record of, like, how things are changing. So if I sound weird all of a sudden, or, like, a prepubescent boy right. in my Puberty voice is a hell of a drug. Yeah, exactly. Like, you will know why, and I am I will am excited to share that with you. That's so, so that's exciting. the tea on that. Do we know so when that starts? Yeah. I got blood work done on Wednesday. I, it, they said it would be, like, about a week for me to get blood work back, and then I just have to get the prescription. So that's going to happen awesome. real, real Congrats. soon. Congrats. Cheers to that. Yes. Thank you. Congratulations. Right. Thank yeah. you for being here, guys. Thanks, y'all. All right. And that's the tea. The motherfucking tea. <laughs>